What is going on, Level Up Squad? It is your boy, Coach Raj, and welcome to the Level Up Podcast. And in this week's episode, I want to talk to you about my relationship with food and the journey that I have gone through over the years. And it's been up and down. It's been a long one. It has not been that fun all the time, but now we're at a place where it is much better. And I want to bring this episode to you because I know a lot of you guys struggle with your relationship with food, right? When you're on a fat loss journey, fitness journey in general, it's, hey, what do I eat? How much do I eat? Can I eat this? Can I eat that? Is that going to make me fat? Um, And this and that. So I'm going to start off right off the bat with a very, very useful piece of advice, okay? For the majority of the world, Okay, and I'm going to say probably 99%. There is no math uh, thing that I did, no um, experiment, but I'm going to say for what has worked for like every single one of my clients, um, a calorie deficit is going to result in weight and fat loss over anything else you do. Okay, I'm only saying 99% because I know somebody's going to say, oh, it's not 100%, whatever. Um, A calorie deficit is the uh, like the gold standard of weight loss and fat loss, okay? And you could do any diet you want. You could do a keto diet. You could do an intermittent fasting. You could do a carnivore, vegan, whatever you want, right? As long as you're eating less than you burn throughout the day, you are going to lose fat and weight, okay? Now, of course, there's a limit to it. But um, that is what I want to start off with just to make life very easy for a lot of you because that is what it – that took me maybe, I'm going to say – three, four years to figure out before I, you know, really found what the groove was for me. So my history and, you know, where I come from in terms of my relationship with food is this. I started, you know, uh, just like anybody as a kid, right? I didn't care what I was eating. I just ate whatever my parents gave me this and that. And they were, they would feed me pretty healthy, but you know, I was eating a lot of junk food on the side as well, you know? So I was gaining uh, quite a bit of body fat on my body over the years. I was definitely at a place where when I looked down at my tummy as a kid, I wouldn't really see my toes. Okay. And I didn't really care at that point. I mean, it was, it, there was definitely insecurities, but it wasn't terrible. I wasn't, you know, super disgusted. I wasn't sad and all that stuff. But as you get older, you know, things change. And in grade five, I went to India and I got food poisoning. Okay, I got food poisoning pretty bad out in India. And I lost a lot of weight, lost a lot of fat. At, I don't know, grade five, I don't know how old you are, but whatever that age is. And I started to see myself and I had abs and I, and I looked like I was cut and this and that. Obviously, it was not healthy. Okay, so I'm not saying this is what you need to do to lose weight. But I finally saw myself in a place where I had abs and I was looking good and feeling good. And I was like, okay, I want to feel like this long term. Now, this is, I kind of like this. I really like this. So, you know, I guess you're probably at like 11, maybe at that age, maybe 11 or something like that. And I decided, okay, I'm just gonna eat healthy forever now, okay? At like freaking 11 years old, man, I was eating salads. I was only eating, I was not eating any, I was trying to not eat bread. I was not eating that much junk food at that point for like, and this was going on for about six months, maybe a year or something like that, where I was just restrictive. And it's crazy as an 11 year old to think I used to do that, right? To where I am now and what I eat and how I eat and how I look. And anyway, so I developed a really poor relationship with food for a while. And that, you know, as I got a little bit older grade, you know, seven, this and that. I didn't really gain the fat back ever in that regard. Like I wasn't where I was before where the tummy was out and I couldn't see my toes, but um, I was also playing a lot more sports at a very competitive place and I was getting hungrier and my coach was saying, you know, you need to probably start eating a little bit more, maybe put a little bit of muscle here and there, but I wasn't too focused on that too much. I was just focused on, okay, I'm just going to eat if I'm hungry. So luckily I'd never used to starve myself at that age. Okay, I wasn't going to bed hungry. I would eat as much as I wanted and I would never get big. I would stay pretty pretty thin. But because I was working out so much, I didn't really have to worry about you know how much I was eating because I was just training so much, working so much, and I was young. And then comes high school. 
I'm eating a little bit more. Now I'm working out. I'm putting on muscle. And again, I'm starting to eat a little bit more. And it's totally okay. My body hasn't changed. And then when I stopped playing sports, so I played a year of university. And then I stopped um, maybe like 18 or whatever it is, 18 and a half or whatever. And then I stopped, right? And I noticed that, um, you know, and this is as I'm, uh, you know, getting into training athletes and this and that. But my relationship with food, I guess, was never solved because I was just always active. So I didn't really have to worry about how much I was eating healthy. I wasn't eating garbage, um, but I was worried about, you know, how much I should eat and what I shouldn't eat. And then come along around 18 and a half when I stopped playing and I realized, oh, wow, like, I'm eating a lot, but I'm not working out as much. So I'm getting quite a bit of weight. You know, I'd probably put on about 30, 35 pounds and my relationship with food went downhill again. I was not eating bread as much. I was, or ever, I thought that all the sugar was, uh, you know, bad for me and I can't uh, have any alcohol. So I'm going to get fat and this and that. And I did it, but it was not fun. So I gave up. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to enjoy my life. And I don't care what happens, even though I'm a trainer, right? I, this is something I'm doing it and I'm helping people. So it's really weird. And then luckily I wasn't in that place for long. Okay. It didn't take too long. Um, it was like six months, um, maybe eight months of me trying to figure out how this works. So I realized at one point, okay, I want to look good again. I want to feel good again. I want to feel good on my skin, but I don't want to give up my life. I don't want to give up the food that I love the whole time, but I want to have some kind of um, balance. So then I really just went all in on calorie deficit, which I knew was going to work, but it's just when you're in a place when your relationship with food is so bad, you don't even think that that such a simple and easy concept to do aka calorie deficit is going to work because you just think the worst of the worst of food and how it's going to react to your body and this and that so i started to give it a chance again i was like okay you know what i'm gonna eat a calorie deficit have my protein goal i'm gonna eat my veggies this and that so i'm gonna eat a little bit i'm gonna eat a little bit more but i'm just gonna eat enough for my calorie deficit and i started to uh, work out work on strength really um, you know mainly that's all i was working on building muscle building a lean body and as i was building a lean body I started to notice that I was getting hungrier again. I was like, oh, wow, like, you know, I'm kind of where I was when I was an athlete. Not as much food, but I was definitely eating more than I was when I was, um, you know, trying to starve myself to, to not eat. And as I was going through the journey, I was like, I, something clicked. I was like, okay, muscle is what I need to put on because muscle now burns more calories than fat, aka why my metabolic rate, my metabolism is getting better, why I feel better, I have more energy, right? I'm not as lethargic. Things are going well in that regard. And I'm fueling my body with food. I'm giving my body the food it needs to survive and to actually to more than survive, to strive, to build muscle and look good and, and, and keep the body fat off forever. So when I started to build muscle, I started to focus on the calorie deficit. I then started plugging other pieces in. Okay, cool. Now I need to hit my protein goal more often. I need to make sure that I'm eating X amount of carbs, X amount of fat so that I'm staying energized because carbs and fats are your only sources of energy, right? And protein is the thing that's going to help you build muscle. So you need those three. You should not be restricting it anymore if you are. And it's hard to overcome. And when I went through my journey, it took me, you know, a good six, eight months. Some people, it takes years. Some people, it's 20 years that they struggle with their food, right? And the reason I was able to kind of get out of it at a quicker place is because I knew that I need to figure this out so I can help my clients even more when I do this full time, when I'm when I'm older and I want to make sure people are healthy, I knew that I had to figure out myself before I started really helping people more often, um, you know, with their dieting part, you know, the training part I could help with, but the dieting part was a part I wanted to make sure I understood more so I could help my clients as well. And, you know, I was the guy who sometimes would even just go to bed hungry at one point, um, you know, when I was at that 18 and a half trying to lose fat and this and that. And what happened was when I also was eating way too little, okay, there is also a point where calorie deficit is a little excessive or extremely excessive. If you're eating so little that you are constantly hungry 
that you end up binging at night or you end up eating a whole row of cookies or you know you just feel like okay i'm gonna have the one cheat day but you go off on the cheat day you're setting yourself up for an even worse relationship with food the binging episodes are taking your calorie count to an extreme amount after the whole week is done where you're not even in a deficit anymore so there's a clear reason why you're not even losing fat in a in a calorie deficit because at the end of the day that one or two days you're eating whatever you want on the weekend it adds up and you are probably eating way more than you think in terms of calories on that weekend and it's adding up to taking you out of your whole calorie deficit range for your overall fat loss journey so moderation is going to have to be key here, okay? So you don't want to be starving. You don't want to be hungry. You need to find what your calorie range is, what a healthy calorie deficit is for you. And this is how you're going to do it, okay? So I want to give you the cookie here. So this is how you're going to calculate your appropriate healthy calorie deficit. For the first week of your journey, don't even get on a diet. Just start working out and count the amount of calories you're eating right now, okay? For the next seven days, count how many calories you're eating so that when um you know the week is done you take the average of the seven days okay so let's say for the seven days you typically eat right now in your current eating routine uh 2800 calories okay from 2800 calories now let's subtract 300 to 600 calories from that for your calorie deficit okay so now you're going to be in a um you're either going to eat between 2200 to 2500 calories okay that's less than what you're eating now so you will be able to lose fat and weight more so the fat is what we're concerned about. I don't really care about weight. Nobody should care about weight. The weight should, the scale should like just disappear in the world anyways, though the scale sucks. Anyways, so now that you have your, you, you've calculated the first seven days of your regular diet, you have the average amount of calories from those seven days, right? You add up all seven days and then you subtract and you divide it by seven. Um, now you have your 2,800 calories. You know that you can subtract 300 to 600 calories less than that. And now find your range. Find it. Is it 600 calories? I'm still good. I don't feel hungry. 300, maybe that's the one that I feel less hungry. 600, maybe I'm too hungry. I need to eat a little bit more. Find your range between 300 to 600 in the next week or two and you'll be okay. But going from 2,800 to a calorie deficit of 1,200 is why you're going to end up skinny fat. Is why when you work out and you're doing cardio and you're building a little bit or you're trying to build some muscle strength training, you're going to get skinny fat because you're not eating enough money. Uh, money. You're not, eating enough, you're not eating enough food to build muscle, right? You're starving the body. You're trying to let it survive off of what it has. And it's going to hold on to the fat because that's the only energy source it has to survive, as a human being, right? So you need to be able to find an appropriate calorie deficit range. And I promise it's never as little as you might think it'd be. And you can eat a lot more, you can enjoy your food, you can enjoy the things you like in moderation. And when it comes to cheat meals, I don't really have a cheat day anymore. I kind of just plan things throughout the week. And if I know, you know, Wednesday, today's Valentine's Day, I'm recording this, I'm gonna go out with my girlfriend. I'm probably gonna have, you know, something at Joey's when we go out. I'm probably gonna have a lava cake because I'm gonna take a lactose pill. Now that I'm dairy free, I have to take, you know, those dairy pills or whatever so I can enjoy it. And hopefully I don't shit my pants, guys, but we're gonna find out tonight. But anyways, um, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna go out. I know that I'm gonna eat whatever I want there. I'm gonna enjoy it and it's gonna be okay. But I pre-planned, like I just knew that, hey, you know, for the beginning of the day, for breakfast, I'm just going to eat about 70, 80 grams of protein. Um, and that way, when I go out at night and it's been a pretty high, you know, it's probably sitting around a thousand calories for the, for the breakfast with all the food I was eating. And then I'm just going to wait until six o'clock to eat dinner because I know how my body works. I know how I react. And by dinner time, I'll probably have 12 to 1500 calories. I'll be at 2200, 2500 calories and I'll be good. I'm going to still probably hit my protein goal because I'm going to get a burger or I'll get the, the, the chicken parmesan or whatever it is. Cause I really, as you can tell guys, I've been uh, not having dairy for a long time and I really want it. So I'm going to test out those pills for real today. So I'll let you guys know on my Instagram throughout the week, uh, if it works or not, but we're going to find out. But anyways, it's all about pre-planning. When you pre-plan, you'll be able to have things in moderation. And then, you know, later on in the week, maybe Friday, Saturday, I don't need anything. Maybe Sunday, I'm going to have something again, right? It's just little things like that that can make a big difference in terms of 
enjoying things in moderation. So when you lose the fat, you keep it off forever, right? So my relationship with food developed a lot when I started to understand the concept of a calorie deficit, when I started to understand the concept of moderation, and when I started to understand the concept of building muscle. You do those three things, and I promise you it's going to be a lot simpler and a lot easier and a lot more manageable for you to actually sustain the, the fat loss you want. And listen, at the end of the day, it's not this simple for everybody, right? It's not going to be the easiest road for everybody because maybe one, some people's hormones are out of whack. Maybe two, um, a woman's going through menopause and it's a different struggle that you're dealing with. And the dieting is not the only thing that's going to help you lose weight. Maybe there's other things we got to do. Maybe you have PCOS, so your carbs shouldn't be as high in your calorie deficit. Maybe you have hyperthyroidism, so you got to watch your sugar and your carbs. I mean, as well with PCOS, maybe you are somebody who just struggles so much with your relationship with food that it's just hard for you to even eat bread or eat pasta in a calorie deficit, even though we both know it's going to help. But these are journeys that you have to go through in order to get to a place you want to get to because what you do, what you're doing now either is not working or it's making you go in a circle. You're either repeating the cycle. You're gaining and losing. You're gaining, you're losing. You're gaining, you're losing. So there needs to be a change in the cycle. There needs to be a change in the pattern. So developing an understanding of your calories, your macros, right? Your calories are your calories. Your macros are your fats, proteins, and carbs. Makes a big difference right? You don't need to be restricting everything you love. You just have to have a moderate amount of things. And another thing when it comes to when you're eating in general, whether it's your regular meals or your cheat meal or whatever, you don't want to eat until you're disgustingly full, right? We've all been taught as a kid that you don't get dessert until you're done dinner. Well, we're adults now. It's okay to stop eating if you don't feel so hungry anymore. It's okay to, and even as a, like, you know, if you have a kid, like maybe you don't force things down their throat, but just, you know, gauge a little bit more of their hunger cues. But when it comes to, you know, yourself as an adult, you don't have to eat the whole meal. Like when you go out for dinner, maybe just have half and then save the next half for later. Like it's okay. You don't have to eat the whole thing. Eat only until you're satisfied and not disgustingly full. That is going to make a huge difference on your journey and your relationship with food and how you feel about when you eat food. Because when you eat until you're satisfied, I promise you're not going to wake up feeling as bloated, if not not bloated. You're not going to wake up feeling guilty. You're not going to wake up thinking that you have to do, you know, a hundred minutes of cardio the next day just to burn calories. Um, because just burning calories doesn't help you. Okay. You need to burn calories throughout the whole day, not just in a single workout. Okay. Burning as many calories as you can in a hundred minutes. Yeah. Maybe you'll burn, let's say a thousand calories, but then maybe throughout the whole day, you only burn 2000 calories. Whereas if you build muscle, maybe you only burn 500 calories in the workout, but throughout the whole day, you'll burn 2,500 calories, right? At the end of the day, you're burning more calories, building muscle. And when you build more muscle, you're going to be able to eat a little bit more food so you don't have to just eat in your calorie deficit forever to maintain the fat loss, to maintain the weight loss, right? You can reverse diet out of it. That's what I've learned and that's what I've helped a lot of my clients through is how do we eat more food over time so that you can enjoy your life, you don't have to eat in a calorie deficit, you don't have to be low energy forever, and we can slowly start helping your metabolic rate get faster for you to eat more food. That's a reverse diet. That's building muscle and that's slowly increasing calories later on. But I'll make another episode on that. That's a little bit different, but... Yeah, just to let you know, like, again, I am a personal trainer of seven years and I struggle with it, right? I only got better at it at 19 after the six, eight months I struggled. And some people struggle way longer, right? Your relationship with food matters because your relationship with food is going to dictate how successful and how not successful you're going to be on your fitness journey, as well as your health, right? Like if you're eating like a toddler, 1,200, 1,100, 1,000 or less calories, like you're not going to sustain, you're going to be moody, you're going to be aggravated, you're going to, you're more likely to probably get depressed, you're more likely to probably get sad all the time, you're more likely to be moody, you're probably more likely to think negatively because you're not feeding your body what it needs and what it deserves based on what you're doing throughout the day, right? You're working, you're working out, or maybe you're just working right now, like you're doing a lot of things and you're putting in a lot of work, you need to give your body the exact same treatment 
Okay, you need to make sure that you fuel it. You need to refuel it. You need to rest. You need to do these things to, to help your health. Okay, the reason why all of us should get healthy and all of us should be in a quote-unquote fat loss journey is because we want to get healthier or fitness journey in general. Okay, the aesthetic is just going to happen as a positive byproduct, but the health is what matters the most. Okay, the way you feel when you look in the mirror, the way you feel when you eat something, the way you feel when you wear clothes, the way you feel when you wake up, all these things matter. Your health is the most important. So if you're going to bed hungry and you need help, or you're, you're restricting everything that you love to eat because just in the pursuit of looking a certain way or trying to look good and you just feel like you can't do that forever, reach out to me, reach out to somebody, like get help with this, okay? And I can help, okay? It's all about step-by-step processes to make sure that you actually feel the way that you want for the rest of your life. So with that, I hope this episode helped. I hope this cleared up some thoughts, some myths, and I'm going to do another episode on this as well. But um, if you need help, you can definitely reach out to me, ask me questions. You can apply to my coaching program. All the links on my social medias will be down below. But other than that, I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you on the next episode.